Yoda and hello friends. I am Matthew Dawson. Welcome to episode five of the Restoring Connections podcast, helping you to build depth and resilience into your most important relationships, helping you navigate pain and frustration in those relationships in a way that builds the connection rather than tears it apart. Okay, in this particular episode, we are talking about joining a new team or an organization. The title is, Is This Where I Belong? Four Uncomfortable Things to Consider Before Joining a Team. This um, is a blog that I wrote a few months ago after lots of people had been asking me, hey, do you have anything in writing around you know, things that would be helpful for me to consider before I actually jump into this team or this organization? And I thought to myself, no. Actually, I don't have anything in writing on that, but that would be really, really helpful because I've got some really strong feelings about that. There's been so many situations over the years that Cor and I have jumped into to help people navigate through points of really deep frustration and um, broken you know, relationships. And quite often, as we've got into the nitty gritty and worked our way through the story, what's become clear is that there were some things that were not quite right in the foundation from the very start. There were expectations and values that were different between the individual and the group that they were a part of. And we've often looked back in that, that, you know, we've often looked back in the story and thought, if this particular question had been asked right at the beginning, that would have really brought some clarity to the surface and this person would have been far more aware of what they were actually jumping into. And so, yeah, so we thought, why don't we put some stuff in writing? Okay, so I'm reading straight here from the blog, which you can find at our website, which is mattandcoradawson.com. Committing yourself to a team, a business, nonprofit organization, church community, club, etc., is a big deal. Your life is going to be impacted, perhaps significantly, by the people in that team and the relational culture that they have developed. The euphoria of a new opportunity and new relationships can lure you into situations that you deeply regret down the track. Aligning expectations as much as possible at the beginning can be incredibly helpful. It might take some courage to ask the tough questions when you're flirting with the idea of joining a group. It's not usually the most comfortable thing in the world to sort of dive into those tough questions. Um, And if the vibe gets awkward when you ask a few probing questions, I would say that's a warning that you may be on shaky ground. Mature leaders aren't afraid of truth and enjoy making a safe place for others to get the clarity that they need before joining their team. If you're asking some questions and you're getting a vibe like, hey, back off, don't probe, yeah, that's not a a great sign. A A mature leader will say, hey, bring it on. I want you to thrive here. It's really important for me that you understand what our expectations are and that we understand what your expectations are so that we can not just have a flash in the pan that um, a great connection for a few months that goes well and then blows apart. Nobody wants that. Um, And that I'm not just trying to get you strapped into this particular position that needs to be filled immediately. Mature leaders are saying, hey, I want something that's long-term, 
that's that's really healthy and sustainable in the long term in this connection. And so, yeah, we've got immediate pressures, but the value of our relationship outweighs that. There will always be risk involved in attaching yourself to a group of imperfect people. No way around that. And as with any other risk, you can save yourself and others a lot of heartache by doing your due diligence at the front end. In so much as you can, you want to be aware of what you're getting yourself into. The key is making sure that the others in the group can deliver on your expectations and that you can deliver on theirs. But for those things to come to the surface, you got to consider the tough questions. Here are four uncomfortable things I encourage people to consider at the front end of any potential new commitment to a team to bring truth and clarity to the surface. Number one, is there clarity within the team about who is responsible for what and are those domains of responsibility respected? Ask uh, Ask members of the team what they are responsible for and whether they are trusted to make decisions regarding the things under their care. This is one of the great signs of a healthy community is people are aware of the boundaries of their responsibility and their authority, and they are free to make choices, make decisions within those boundaries. If you've got a dynamic where people are confused, no one's clear about exactly who's responsible for what, or it's changing constantly, that can be really stressful and that might not be the kind of team that you want to you want to join. Are the domains of responsibility clear or is there confusion regarding who is responsible for what? Do the domains of responsibility change rapidly depending on the preference of a powerful few or one at the top of the pyramid? Uh, it, or is power, respon- i.e. responsibility and authority, shared throughout the team? or is decision-making reserved for an individual or small group of people at the center? These are the tough questions to ask. You want to really get to the bottom of, hey, is this a place, is this a group within which a lot of people get to actually be powerful, get to bring their A-game, get to bring the uniqueness of who they are? Or is this a dynamic where you've got a few really powerful people at the top of the pyramid and everybody else is essentially transacting their will. And do you know what? I'm not actually necessarily saying that that structure is wrong. There's actually a lot of situations, particularly in crisis times, where that structure is actually quite appropriate, where you basically need streamlined leadership. You need a breakthrough. Think of like an arrow, you know, that's the, the sharper the pyramid, the sharper the cone shape, you know, the more it's going to break through. And there are times where that's necessary. Um, but it's important to get a feel for what's going on in that regard and is and to decide for yourself whether or not an organization like that is what you actually want to be a part of in this season. Okay, number two, have the relationships within the team been tested and deepened through disagreements and difficult circumstances? Ask individuals within the group about their relationships with other members of the group. Do they honor each other behind each other's backs? Or do they subtly or not so subtly highlight each other's shortcomings? And it's usually not an overt criticism. I mean, if that's happening, run. But if it's like, but I would I would encourage you to think, um, to just listen out for, are there subtle digs at each other behind each other's backs? Is it like, oh yeah, Bob 
is a bit of a moron, but you know, we love him, that kind of thing. I mean well, that kind of stuff. I would really tune into that, listen out for that. You wanna be in a context where people honor each other and respect each other behind their backs. I think that's a really important one. Do they have stories of staying connected to each other in the midst of pain and disagreement? If you ask that question, you know, talk to me about the points of pain and disagreement and it's crickets in the room, yeah, that's not a great sign. Do they admire each other or do they tolerate each other? Okay, number three, have they defined a process for working through disagreement and disappointment between members of the team? Have they actually got a plan? Because if you've got a group of people trying to work together, stuff that's unsavory is gonna go down. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And you might want to consider whether or not you want to join a group of people who are working together in the midst of their imperfection and have no specified plan in place for what they're going to do when pain and disagreement comes along. I'm not saying that that's an absolute wrong. I'm just saying buckle up. That might not be fun, right? If you're asking that question, hey, do you have a plan in writing? Do you have stories of, of how you stuck to that plan with conviction? Um, if they, if they don't have anything like that in place, uh, I think that that's just something to be aware of, that that might be challenging. This is actually a big part of what I do when I'm working with organizations. This is usually the first thing I ask is, what's your plan? How do you guys handle pain and disagreement around here? I'm not asking, do you ever have pain and disagreement? I'm assuming if you have human beings in this organization, that yes, you have pain and disagreement and frustration and annoyance and downright hatred occasionally. Um, I'm not even asking the question, does that happen? I'm asking the question, what is your plan when it happens? Do you have that written down? Have you agreed together on a culture? And you know, I help as I help organizations develop their plan, it's interesting to watch that um, people come up with all kinds of different ways to handle those points of pain and frustration. And I would argue that there isn't an absolutely right or wrong way to do it. What's really important is that those group of people came together and agreed together, hey, this is how we're gonna handle that. And in some ways, it's just having the plan. Funnily enough, the groups, of, um, the, the groups and organizations that have a defined plan kind of barely ever even end up fully using it because there's so much peace and security that comes through just having the plan. You know, it's, we know what we're gonna do. If things get tough, we're not afraid of that. We're not afraid of our humanity emerging within this group. We know it's gonna happen. And so we've got a plan in place for that. Think of it like a budget. If you're a finance person, you know, do you wanna join an investment, you know, sit, jump in on an investment where there's no, there's no backup plan if this thing goes south. There's no, it's, it's, it's just absolutely all or nothing. I'm not sure, maybe you do. Uh, maybe, you're a, maybe you're a risk taker. Okay, more power to you. Um, does the plan seem healthy to you, if they have a plan? Does it seem healthy to you and in line with your own core values? Is it a plan that you can personally commit to upholding? Are the most senior members of the team committed to this plan as well and clear with the others about who he or she is accountable to. I love it when someone wants to join something that I'm leading and they ask me the question, not disrespectfully in the tone, but kindly in the tone. Hey, who are you accountable to, Matt? 
I love that question. I'm not afraid of that question. I'm looking at that person going, I respect that. I respect that because that shows me that you have respect for yourself um, and you want to know who I'm accountable to and that means you're, you're gearing up for me to be human in this relationship and that is definitely going to happen. If you're part of something that I'm leading, it's only a matter of time until I do something that at least annoys you or at worst really hurts you, you know, that it's, it's, it's bound to happen at some point and it's really important to me that we've got that plan in place. So I'm not afraid of that question at all. Okay, number four, is there a healthy diversity within the group's leadership, within the age, the gender, culture, etc.? Observe the diversity or lack of within the group and ask team members about how disagreements are handled between team members. Do team members have stories of disagreements leading to deeper connections? This is the best. When you can say, hey, you know, what do you guys do if you disagree about how to move forward with something? And they, you want them to look back at you and go, oh, I'm so glad you asked. Actually, let me tell you a story. Just last Tuesday, me and Vicky were trying to get this project off the ground and we could agree on what we wanted to achieve, but we could not agree on the right way to get there. And actually, it got quite heated because frankly, I thought Vicky's idea was completely outrageous and insane. So in the midst of that though, we kept it cool. We honored each other in the midst of the disagreement. I got a little bit heated and then I apologized and we gave each other some space. We thought about it. We came back, we whiteboarded it again. We included a couple other people because we realized we probably needed some help. I don't know, I'm just making this up off the top of my head. Um, but those kind of stories um, where they can tell you and actually the end result of our disagreement was something better. You wanna hear stories about disagreement and diversity actually producing good fruit, pr producing something more beautiful, more beneficial than if you had everybody who instantly agreed. Is the team leadership almost entirely monocultural and or of one gender? Uh, that is something to definitely look out for. Are there signs of people who disagree uh, with a powerful few being pushed to the fringe of the group? Are there lots of stories about, you know, yeah, I was journeying with this group and then I disagreed with the boss and found myself ostracized. If that story is repeating itself over and over, hey, that might not be that fun. Okay, so those are my four tough questions to ask. I hope you found that helpful. Obviously, there is no such thing as a perfect team or organization. We're all, like every organization is is on a continuum. I'm just holding these four things up and they're not exhaustive. They're just the, the I tried to whittle down. I put, I wrote up a whole bunch of things on a whiteboard and whittled it down to these four. Um, and, and I'm holding them up as a standard. And so you're gonna, you're gonna have, like if you're joining something new, I'm not saying that if they don't completely crush it in all four of these areas run for the hills. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying like anything else, it's healthy and helpful to be aware of what you're getting yourself into. You can be aware, hey, it's clear that in this particular team organization, it seems like they're really strong in this area, maybe not so strong in this area, so I'm aware of that. There are expectations that in this area, hey, I'm just gonna need to shut my mouth and get on with it. Well, if you know that at the front end, you might be totally comfortable with that. Or you might say, yeah, I would have done that when I was 18, but now I'm, 
32 and I don't know if I'm into that kind of a dynamic um, and you can weigh those things up. I'll leave it at that. That was episode number five. Is this where I belong? Uh, I hope you found that helpful. Please feel free to comment below or get in touch with us. If you are at that critical moment where you are working out whether to join, uh, whether you're taking on a new position or joining a new community and you need help in navigating the challenge of that situation, please feel free to reach out. Uh, shoot us a message, go to our website and uh, get in touch with us. We would love to help you navigate that. That's what we do all day, every day. We help people to build depth and resilience in their most important relationships. That's our joy and our passion. And we'd love to support you in that. 